Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. And joining us now, NK Seeds Soybean Product Manager Eric Miller is with us. Eric, great to have you on, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, Jesse. How are you? I am good. Thanks for the time today. Let's jump in. Let's talk soybeans. And, uh, you know, with the late planting we saw this year in many areas, that soybean crop is is a little bit behind, but we've seen plenty of uh, heat and dryness start to come into many areas of the uh, of the growing regions across the U.S. And I know just looking at this year's soybean crop, things still look good, but there are a lot of things that uh, our growers are starting to pay closer attention to. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, I do agree, Jesse. It's been a, a bit of a, a high stress year with late planting, uh, wet soils to begin. Now we're getting hit with some heat and dryness in certain regions. So a one-two punch in, in a lot of ways um, and, and getting out and scouting those fields and, and seeing uh, some of the potential issues out there is certainly one way to get ahead of of some, some perils that we could potentially treat with a, a fungicide. Um, at this season, the replant decisions have been made. Uh, the acres that are out there will be, and, and we'll see where we end up. But um, that's that's where we are. It, it was a tough spring, and, and now we're, we're getting a growing season that, that hasn't tossed us a, a lot of softballs. Well, I know you mentioned fungicides. We're getting into that application time frame right now, and obviously watching some of those early season diseases, some of those have been delayed with the late planting uh, as well as some other pests. But uh, as you just look at some of these early season diseases, what stands out to you uh, right now? Yeah, the early season diseases, uh, some of them can show up in this time frame. So if we look at the Pythium, Phytophthora, SDS, um, hitting those last two specifically, Phytophthora can come on late season. We think about the, the wet soils that we planted into. And then, of course, in the SDS world, planting into a cool wet in those regions that were, were planted early can bring on uh, a late season SDS that may start to show up on this time frame. And We've got a great set of products uh, to handle Phytophthora. Uh, looking back at, at the lineup that we've planted here in 2022 and then we'll have for 2023, um, calling out three products uh, in the Phytophthora world. We think about uh, NK14W6 E3, NK29Z4 E3, and uh, NK31M7 E3, both with stacked, or all three rather, with stacked Phytophthora genes to help control that early season, early season disease. Eric, I know as well, uh, soybean cyst nematode, SCN, is a big issue among our growers across the country. And I think that's something else that we really need to keep our eyes on and get out and scout for before it's too late. Yeah, that's right. The um, you know, cyst, the, um, the proliferation of them, uh, they've spread into northern geographies and east and western areas they haven't been. Historically, certainly planting a variety uh, with cyst protection. Uh, and when you can, uh, an alternative cyst such as Peking, we have a couple of great products in our, our portfolio, namely uh, NK14W6 that I just mentioned on the Protopra side. But controlling that, that pest uh, can obviously lead uh, to infection and then SDS later in the season as well. So it's an important one to scout and uh, understand what fields uh, it's present in and then what levels it's present in those fields to understand uh, what best, me best methods aside from varietal selection uh, to help treat. 
Eric, you know, talking to growers across the region, across our country, I mean, I haven't heard a ton of weed pressure here early on. I, I've heard of a little bit, but nothing has stood out to me. Have you heard anything different when it comes to weed pressure here so far this season? Yeah, weeds are always an issue, uh, you know, regionally, depending on uh, showers uh, and, and planting conditions, you know, where residuals applied, uh, where they applied timely. Uh, getting to this part of the season, we think about the applications of of those uh, oxen herbicides, such as Enlist E3, and then glufosinate as well. And and yes, uh, certainly there are weed issues across. We're dealing with resistant weeds, more resistance every year. Um, but when we look at the Enlist E3 system, it's providing a lot of flexibility, a lot of utility uh, to growers that want to make later applications in the season to control those tough broadleafs and tank mix with the glufosinate um, opportunity. And we see that enlist trait growing uh, rapidly across the country, Jesse, just because of those reasons I mentioned. We also have uh, grown our proprietary lineup in enlist uh, for 2023 and our uh, NK genetics are performing very, very well in the marketplace. And uh, that trait could reach uh, north of 50% plus of planted acres in 2023. Eric, as well, I know some farmers have dealt with some hail damage here this year. Uh, we've seen some of these pop-up showers, thunderstorms, these convective thunderstorms hit isolated areas and, and cause some damage. If farmers have seen hail damage to some of their soybean crop, I, what are some things they need to watch out for at this point uh, as we go through the growing season? Does, does it have a chance to recover if we've seen some leaf damage? Yeah, it's really a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, these crops are resilient. Corn and soybeans will come back from a lot. You know, all depends uh, where the growing point is. Is the cotyledon still attached? What what uh, um, growth stage is that crop in? Really recommend um, walking these fields with your retailer and understanding uh, the options given the calendar, uh, given the plant stage, and, and the percent of damage across that field. Well, Eric, fantastic stuff. Any other final thoughts uh, you want to share with us here today? Just any other soybean tips we haven't covered uh, before we run out of time? Yeah, certainly, Jesse. I would just recommend uh, growers that want to learn more about our Field Forge series quickly. It's a performance-based series. It's our top products with 28 soybean products in the list, 14 E3 and 14 Extend Flex. Go to nkfieldforge.com for more information on that performance series uh, it's in year two uh, we've seen a lot of success there and then also general product information around nk nkseeds.com well we appreciate the time with that nk seeds soybean product manager eric miller thanks so much for joining us today eric and we'll talk to you again soon thanks jesse and again, that's Eric Miller of Syngenta. One other note here on American Ag Today. Late last month, federal regulators canceled a policy adopted under former President Donald Trump that weakened their authority to identify lands and waters where declining animals and plants could receive government protection. The move was the latest by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service undoing changes to the Endangered Species Act that industry and landowner groups had won under Trump. President Joe Biden ordered a broad review of his predecessor's environmental policies after taking office in 2021. In a 48-page document explaining withdrawal of the rule, the agency said it gave outside parties an outsized role in determining which areas were needed for preserving imperiled species while undermining the Fish and Wildlife Service authority. 
Agency Director Martha Williams said, quote, the service is the federal government's lead agency on endangered species responsible for conserving the nature of America for future generations. Returning to the pre-Trump policy, she said, would make sound science and citizen participation the basis of habitat decisions. This has been American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.